applesauce potty still dripping up my forehead ate a little bit i don't really go endorse it sitting in my system cinnamon be twisting smoking all these swishes killing my ambition i just been chilling sitting back on motherfucking smoking trying to figure out where i'm really going like the route been picked but the paved on path so i sit in this and i go relapse i just smoke on this trying to chill right back i don't roll backwards take fucking bong grips to the face till i pass out bitch i've been kind of dripping like molasses thick I don't even know where to go with this. I've been off top, I just flow in it. Oh, mega. Welcome back to Gab Street, my pedestrians. We are on episode 25. It's been a long, slightly over half a year. No, yeah, it's been half a year now. We, uh, we skipped a week at the very beginning, and we are at exactly six months. We are on this grind. We're still doing episodes, still bringing creatives on here every single week, every single Wednesday, 6 a.m. Zay Crypto knows about that shit. Oh, man. His Wednesday mornings are fucking hype because he listens to this show. Except I don't get up at 6 a.m. anymore. You know that, right? I sleep in so late. It's okay. I do night shifts now, bro. Whenever you listen, it's 6 a.m. Yeah, it's 6 a.m. It's 6 a.m. whenever I wake up. (laughs) The world revolves around your sleep schedule. Yes. It's perfect. (laughs) We are still sponsored by The Green Room for the length of July. They have been so gracious as to cover our distribution costs over the past six months. So thank you very much, The Green Room. An episode of the Gab Street podcast would not be without a mention of The Green Room because... They are going to be open next spring-ish, I think, early next year. And uh, so it's kind of like uh, if you've ever been to a Spencer's or a Waterbeds and stuff, they sell tobacco products, T-shirts, all kinds of shit. I don't know if they sell Waterbeds. That'd be kind of cool. But we're trying to get some Gap Street merch in there. So uh, even though they're no- they will not be sponsoring us any longer, we might try and get some of that merch in there. So uh, go ahead and check that out when it's open. We've been repping it hard. If you don't check it out, you're not a real pedestrian. So, gotta go check that shit out. Maybe I got makeshift skin. We have a guest on today. I'm very excited to announce that we have the talented Omega Rift. Omega? 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 On the show today. I'm here, in the flesh. I met this motherfucker at 2x2 Hip Hop Fest. Uh, just two days ago now, and I was just like, hop on the fucking show. Oh yeah, last episode, (laughs) I was like, hey, the next episode's gonna be an axe-throwing party. It's fucking not, okay. Uh, (laughs) That stuff fell through hard, so uh, we're doing something different today. (laughs) I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. This is gonna be a great fucking episode, man. It's different now. So... I got some, we got some topics to go through today. Okay, okay. We, we can either start with bowling or we can just fucking hop right into it, whatever you want to do. Hey, man. I'm here for the, for the experience, so. Here, here for the bullage? I am. Yes. So, I want to talk about my day of the year, every single year for the past four years, 2 by 2 hip-hop fest run by the amazingly talented Josh Miller and Cole Baker and several other people. There are too many people to name. <laughs> but... Uh, I've been volunteering at that place for the last three years. This year I decided to just go. It was a great experience. Uh, I got sunburnt as fuck, and uh, I hurt a lot, but it's cool. Looking like a crispy chicken sandwich. Dude, I'm dead ass looking like a spicy chicken sandwich right now. It's rough. But I met this man right here, Omega Rift. Yeah, yeah. 
at 2x2 this year, and this man went up on stage at the Killer 16 bars competition, or whatever the fuck it was called. I guess that's that's what it was. MC, whatever it was. Ribbity rap battle. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Skipping and flipping and dipping, you know what I mean? It's the Lyrical Spiritual Miracle Contest. And this man went up there, and uh, you were against Hannibal, correct? I was, I was. Yes. And you went up there, and I was standing next to my, my, my boy Aaron over here. Zay, sorry. Zay. I keep calling you Zay. My name is Dead. It's yeah. Zay now. It's just Zay Me now. and Omega okay. talked about this. Okay. It's true. He left it in the past. Yeah. It's true. So you're no longer Aaron. No. Nah. Right. Yeah. Aaron's that guy's dead. Here. But I saw this man walk up on stage, and he grabbed that mic. B started playing. I was like, all right, you know, it's going to be, you know, a guy in a, in a rapping competition. Like, it's going to be fine. It's, I'm going to be like, hey, that was pretty cool. But, you know, it's, you know, it, everybody raps nowadays. Yeah. And he started fucking ripping so hard on that mic. <laughs> me and Corey were in the audience, and as soon as Omega started rapping, Corey turned to me and went, oh, shit. Like, audibly, out loud, I turned to him, I was like, where am I? <laughs> it, 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 did I just walk into a different world? <laughs> this fucking dude, your, your cadence and your energy are something I have never heard on a stage live before. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I, I work hard at it. <laughs> you, like, your, your, your rasp, especially, is something that I have a lot of respect for. Mm. You've definitely carved out what you yeah, want. I've definitely been, like. yeah, I've been addicted to nicotine since I was 12, so the rasp comes with, the rasp comes with it. That'll do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, would you say that's helped you out then, uh, show, uh, to develop your voice? I don't know if help is the word. Yeah. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out to nicotine. Shout I don't know if I would have... It's hard to say because I don't know if I would have gotten this voice without it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I even would be rapping without drugs to begin with. Like, altering my consciousness kind of made me, like, realize rhythm to begin with. That's cool. So what got you into 2x2? How did did you get into that uh, that competition? Um, I was staying with uh, someone who has sort of a, a, a play in organizing the the Killer 16. I was living with him. Uh, his name is Grant Gatsby. Um, and we were just like at the crib, you know what I mean? I'm, I do my thing. I sit there and I write. You know, it was a small house, so he was always hearing me rapping and stuff. And then uh, he just put on some instrumentals when his boy was over one time. And he was like, hey, you want to spit? And you know what I mean? I just did my thing. And it's just been history since then. He wanted me to get on the Killer 16. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, you fucking killed that. Thank you, thank you man. <laughs> like, I, I, didn't, think... I didn't prepare a thing. I went up there and freestyled. <laughs> that's dope. That, that takes it to the next fucking level, man. But that's fun to me, because, like, if I just sit here and I write a fucking verse, I practice it in my room over and over and over, it's like, where's the fun? Where's the surprise? Where's my adrenaline? Like, like if I don't know what's going to happen, I feel way more into it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like watching a fucking MMA fight, you know? Like, mm. like... You know, when you're watching a boxing match, you, you kind of know, okay, they're going to punch each other. Yeah. When you're watching an M- MMA fight, it's like, wow, I don't know if this man's going to throw a spinning fucking back kick right now. I don't know if he's about to drop his ass and hit him with some elbows. And that's the kind of energy I've always been sort of gravitated towards was the unpredictable. So it's kind of just in my nature to get up there and freestyle on stage. I don't, I just kind of do it to have fun with it, you know? Oh, yeah. So have you ever done that kind of, how many times have you done that kind of com- that uh, competition? Um, the Killer 16, like that sort of style of yeah, competition? More or less. Never. No? No, okay. I've never done something like that before. Um, I have competed in, um, in a couple competitions before. Um, 
my group got second place one time when I was in a, a different rap group when I was living in Virginia Beach. Yeah, I just moved out here recently as well. Okay. Like three months ago Dope. to Columbus. Um, been on a couple competitions. I've never won anything, though. I think the crowd was with you on that one. I, well, I was watching the footage back, and I, I, I can't disagree with you on that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I was one of them. I was like, man, you should have fucking... Like, the, the judges were really... I don't know, mad. man. I heard people were saying recount. How did that feel? I would have recounted. Like, being backstage um, and watching that shit play out. You want to hear the real honest truth? Yeah, yeah, tell me. When I rap, I go into this, like, weird state, bro. And I just, like, I don't interpret anything in the world. I'm just in it. I didn't even know that was happening. Well... How long does that last after you're done rapping? Like, was that still going on after you got off stage and the judges were, like, making their call? The rest of the day, I'm in that headspace. Okay. For, like, the first 10 minutes after I, you know... Excuse me. First, like, 10 minutes after I get off the stage is really when I'm kind of, like, in it. You know what I mean? Like, straight up, I'm a B-Real. I was the youngest MC up there. I was the only one that didn't know anybody there. I wasn't going to win from the jump. Hmm. This is a pretty grassroots festival. Yeah. Let's be real. Politics are real. You know, I'm not saying that like, oh, I didn't win because of politics. It's just like, I didn't get my expectations high because I kind of know what I'm walking into. Yeah. So I didn't like, to really fully answer your question, like, like, I won myself. I did what I wanted to do and I feel like I did good. So like, I didn't care. Yeah, absolutely. You got people's attention. That's what's important. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, I was just kind of going there to impress myself. Mm-hmm. Look around me, what you see? A collective misguidance been told with two bucks. Yeah, I want to talk about that, that attitude. We were talking so on, uh, on Saturday about silence, the need to impress yourself rather than impress others. It's and, uh, a very tricky game. Yeah. And um, you were on that other, the, the other interview with... 7-7 mm-hmm. um, Mafia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and you were talking about... Uh, you know, being motivated by a group of people versus being motivated by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to get into that a little bit. You know, it all comes down to like what you're actually going for and like the headspace that you're in when you are creating art to begin with. You know, if you're sitting there writing and you're thinking about, oh, what is my boy going to think about that line? Oh, man, I know he's going to like that one. Or, you know, you're thinking about like, some, something outside of you being sort of impressed by what you do. You have to have that level, though, of, like, I want to impress an audience, you know? But you can't let that be your only sort of view. I don't know. That's how I've sort of came to look at it. I've met a lot of artists in my path that were so focused on trying to, like, impress their friends that they ended up just making music for their friends. Yeah. And I didn't want to get trapped in that cycle. Because it, it kind of goes nowhere. You just kind of run a loop. You know what I mean? Just kind of fucking rapping for your boys. It's kind of silly. It's not what I... It's not like... Like, if that's what some people want to do, full power to them. You know what I mean? If that's if that's what you... If that's what's fulfilling, if you just want to impress your friends, go for it. That's not what I want to do. I feel that. And you, you, you have been a part of a couple of groups in the past. Namely, uh, mm-hmm. one of them was Blackwood Forest. Oh, man. I ain't heard that name in... (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) Blackwood Forest is the reason I'm even named Omega Rift, dude. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it was an Alpha and Omega type deal. Yeah, bro. (laughs) Then you did your research, homie. I think you're going to go that far, bro. (laughs) I I do my research, man. I do my research. Bro, I'm in shock, homie. (laughs) 
Let's talk about that. How was that? How was that? Uh, that dynamic. That dynamic was like the dynamic I was. I've been like striving to to rekindle since I like started rapping. Really? Man, let me hit you with the story. Okay, I'll try to not make it long. So make as long as you want, man. Man, nah, we got other shit to talk about. Let's see. So I was like. I was like 13 years old. I was like real, real, I was kind of an outcast, you know what I mean? I wasn't like the popular kid, but I wasn't like the nerdy kid. I just didn't have my tribe, you know what I mean? I didn't really have anyone that I could really say like I fucked with. I spent a lot of my time just sitting there like playing video games and shit, you know? That's been the majority of my life is sitting in front of a screen. So, you know what I'm saying? I got out into the real world. I started kind of like skateboarding and shit, not spending so much time at the crib. Ended up, you know, you skateboard and you're gonna end up kind of with the kids that smoke weed. So I was like, hey, I'm trying to fucking smoke. Y'all are all smoking. Why Why don't I try it too? You know what I mean? And I've always kind of been a risk taker to begin with, so I didn't really fucking care. I was like, yeah, sure, let me try it. That kind of started my desire because I didn't get high. I didn't actually get high. It was some probably some fucking oregano. I don't know. I was, I was young. <laughs> I was like 13. They didn't have no real weed. But that kind of like sparked my desire to try to smoke. Try to like be like, oh, those, these people are cool. These are the cool kids. You know what I mean? I didn't feel like I was a cool kid at all. <laughs> so started kind of getting into that crowd more, and then I met, you know, Alpha Minor, who was uh, his real name's Lemaine, and like we smoked together. I asked him. I was like, hey, bro, do you rap? Because like I had started like kind of rapping like a week before, just like on the bus before school. And I was like, hey, bro, do you rap? And he was like, oh, yeah, bro, I do. Like, I had just met him and shit. And he's like, yeah, bro, I've been rapping for like a year or so. And then he just started freestyling. He started spitting off the top. And I was like, I was impressed. I was like, man, like, you are you are really, really good. I was 14. He was 17. I've always had kind of an older group of friends. So he was a real role model. You know what I mean? Someone for me to look up to. And his name was Alpha Minor. I kind of had to follow suit. So that's kind of how that's kind of how it went, and we established a group called Blackwood Forest. It was me, him, um, Arvel. Dope fucking name, by the way. It's uh-huh. so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love Blackwood Forest. I think it's dope. Um, it's just inspired by like uh, kind of like the, the the forest near us. Like, I come from Virginia Beach. There's a, there's a lot of trees. We always spend time in the trees. There's nothing else to do. You know what I mean? When yeah. you've gone to the beach your whole life, you kind of want to spend time in the trees. Mm-hmm. In the tree, smoking tree, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the way it was. Only place to, to not get caught, dude. Virginia Beach is hot, bro. Yeah. Cops lurking. Always. Yeah. They're bored. Y'all, bitch, I got the headday, but I'm still high. Y'all, bitch, I got the headday. Let's talk about Virginia Beach for a minute, if that's cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you want to know? Uh, what is it like there? What do you, what happened? What, what made you, what made you leave as well? Well, Okay. Interesting question. Let's see how do I word this. So Virginia Beach, you know, it's my home. I can't necessarily knock it for what it is. It raised me to the person I am, and I I, I realize that you know without that sort of upbringing in that place, I wouldn't be in the position that I am. So, and it's my my family's origin. You know what I mean? Like they've a lot of my family is in Virginia Beach and shit. So, like it kind of makes sense that I have to kind of like hold a like a like oh I still like that place sort of sentiment. Yeah. But while I was there, it just seemed like a hole. It just seemed like a black hole. Like there's there's nothing happening. There's no there's no real art scene. There's no real culture. It's just it's just materialism and capitalism. It's just a lot of people doing fucking Xanax, s- skateboarding, and thinking they can rap. And a bunch of people like really a lot of really really envious people too. A lot of like real, real bitter, like like oh man, I 
you can't you can't have what I got. You know, I don't know. It's just it's just it's not my people. You know what I mean? A lot of the people that I found there, I didn't really identify with too heavily. And then I met um, the guy I'm living with out here now, uh, Danny Ace on Intrigue, and. That he, I met him in, in Virginia. He was uh, friends with a videographer that I had just started working with uh, named Lionel. He's with a group called The Builders. Super dope. Super dope people. Oh, yeah. They really do their thing out there in Virginia Beach. Like, there's a scene, man, but, like, it's not really what I was, not really what I was looking for. So, I kind of just, like, saw... The first opportunity I saw to sort of get the fuck out, I, I left. The 2x2 Hip Hop Fest aside, what are some of the big differences you notice between Columbus's underground scene and the scene you were coming from out there? There's a scene. Yeah. Here. I mean, that's the difference. There is a scene. That's the the difference. So, like, out there, it's nothing, like, really, really going on. It's just, like, like, you do have shows, don't you? I guess. Yeah, yeah, you got shows, but, like, now, There was a show that just happened that uh, my homies put on. The day after, the venue got raided by the cops and got completely destroyed. Damn. There's never going to be another show there. That's What the hell? Like, for what? Just Virginia Beach shit. Damn. They're like, oh, you're doing hip-hop? Oh, you have weed. (laughs) They didn't find a thing. They raided the whole place. Destroyed it. Absolutely destroyed it. It's It's in pieces. It's gone. It's gone. And that's, like, the venue before that that we were performing at all the time was called Shaka's. That got bought up. That's a Brazilian dance place now there's no venues there's no venues that want hip-hop and if they do it's 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 polit it's politics it's people that know people that know people that know people that know people yeah there's no people going out and saying oh shit you're dope bro come play yeah and if they are you have to pay yeah there's a down payment if you want to perform damn you don't like people out there people pay to perform they don't get paid to perform it's hard to imagine a place like that having lived here my entire life, you know? Because I've mean, always yeah. been surrounded by people who just seek out what they like, and then they just put it on. There's no... That's crazy, bro. Like, I don't even... Like, that's so new to me, bro. It yeah. really is. Like, meeting people like y'all out here, which kind of, like, shows me that there is, like, real humans out here, bro. Like, it's kind of wild. We're glad to have you here, man. Yeah, man. I'm glad to fucking be here. This is, this is fucking crazy, actually. Like... I mean, and I've only been here for like three months, and it's just like, hell yeah, welcome to Columbus. It's just like, I don't know, it's where I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel really, really, really at home more than I did at home. Hell yeah, that's dope. I mean, anybody who's listened to this show at all before knows how much I put Columbus on. You know, I mean, that's what the podcast is for, and I really do believe in that. This place is unique and different from other places. Exactly. Like I'm here to, I'm here to represent now too. I'm here. You Fuck know what yeah. I mean? That's what it's all about, man. I'll have to uh, I'll have to get you a guy street sticker after this. For sure, I'll put it <laughs> on my door, bro. Hell yeah. So uh, I'm a gas at a throat with the emotions at peaks. Let's talk about your music a little bit. We haven't really gotten into that yet, okay. other than me saying you fucking rip the mic on the on the stage there, which is very true. This man always rips the mic, and you make music that you call drift rap. I do. Do you want to just like hear me rap? So. Why not? And then we can, I can rap, and then it would kind of give the people a better idea of what I'm even talking about. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll right. pull up a beat real quick. All right, let's get it. You see that? All right, want to give me a word, bro? Applesauce. 
and the applesauce Potty still dripping up my forehead Ate a little bit, I don't really go and it Sitting in my system, cinnamon be twisting Smoking all these swishes, killing my ambition I just been chilling, sitting back on motherfucking smoking Trying to figure out where I'm really going Like the route been picked, but the paid them path So I sit in this, and I go relapse I just smoke on this, trying to chill right back I don't roll backwards, take fucking bong grips To the face till I pass out, bitch I've been kinda dripping like molasses thick I don't even know where to go with this I've been off top, I just flow in it Oh, Mega Hell yeah Nice That That's what I'm talking about, folks That is what I'm fucking talking about This man represents, okay <laughs> Fucking crazy we're gonna, we're gonna hear a little bit more of that soon that, that isn't it. Don't worry. Don't go away. <laughs> yeah. we, we still got it. But this is real. This is real fucking talent. This is raw talent on this on this show right Thank now. Thank you, bro. Like, I want you to understand. Like, I haven't really... Like, two episodes, we had Prim and Proper. Yeah. That's also... <laughs> I'm Prim, he's proper. Hey, I'm proper. Like, it's fucking... It's great. Yeah. And that's talented. We didn't have Emperor Chaz perform, but this shit is real. <laughs> I mean, these days it's rare to find someone that can actually spit off the top like that. It's the only way I was able to sort of, like, make myself stand out there when I was in high school. That's where this comes from. Because there was, like, I think, like, four or five people that I was like, oh, shit, y'all really rap. And then I was like, okay, let me see what they're doing. And I was like, what are they not doing? They're not getting people to give them a word. Yeah. And I got that idea from Eminem. Because that's what he does. I mean, he's, he's a fucking living legend. Oh, yeah. So I was like, man, if he can do that and I want to be, like, that good one day, like, I better learn how to do that now. So. At 2x2 two two on Saturday, uh, Dope Knife mm -hmm. went up on stage. I forget where he said he was from, but he, uh, he started his set with, who got the props? Who got the props? And it was, like, people were walking up and putting shit on the stage. Like water bottles and cell phones and like their shoes and stuff. Mm. And he would just pick it up and do like four bars about each object That's that hard. he was picking up. I it didn't catch so that. That's dope. hard. It's actually so good. What? He was super talented. I did not catch that. And that's something that really stands out when you can do that well. Yeah, no, that's a whole different talent. Like, um,. Like, the word thing is cool, but, like, actual objects, like, that's fun. I've never even done that. Thanks. That's a cool idea. I'm going to start practicing that. That's fucking, that sounds like fun. I got shit ton of props in this room if you want to try that later. Just look around, chew some. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'd be cool. Yeah, we can do that for the next for the next session. Oh, yeah. So you want to ask about drift rap and what that even fucking is? Yes, I do. <laughs> Man, so when I like first started like writing songs, like I didn't really like write a hook, like ever. I don't either. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I was kind of just like you know taking in my influences and looking around. And this was around the time that like uh, like when I was having kind of this like thought, this thought process was kind of around the time that um, Suicide Boys came out. And I don't know if you've ever looked at all their tags, but they have shadow rap. Hmm. They're shadow rap. That's their own shit. That's them. When you think of shadows and rap, they, they, they embody that shit fully. I, I agree with you on that. So I'm yeah. like, okay, what do I embody? And I was like, when I'm rapping, it's kind of like I'm just drifting through it. Mm. It's kind of like I'm just like, I'm just following it. That's hard. I'm just drifting. I'm just drifting. So I make drift rap. Hell yeah. That's who I am, you know? I fuck with that. 
yeah. I made it so if I ever get like really, 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 really famous, motherfuckers are like, bro, I'm, I, I drift rap. And then people can have a way to kind of like identify with each other. Yeah. Like a fucking. Be like, oh shit, you know about drift rap? Drift rap Pandora station. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that that's my that. like, that's like, I'm trying to set long term goals like that, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, I want to, I want to influence the culture in, in like, a, a, like a way that I can't even think about. I can't even concept. That's where I want to be. Would you say that the topics that you rap about in your music are part of drift rap or is that just part of you? Drift rap is the structure. The words are me. Okay. So you can kind of take that drift rap structure and say anything you want. That's the beauty of it, is that it's not really a genre with any boundaries. You're really like, essentially everyone's drift rapping. They're just following, the f- they're just flowing. Yeah. So, it's all about how you, you know, it's all about the label that you put on it, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have to put things in boxes or we can't understand them, so. That's true. Based on the conversation we were having on Saturday. Uh, right. So we are just kind of bowling over by the stage. Yeah, kind of just kicking it, yeah. Yeah, we are right behind a clothing tent. It was, it was real. It was pretty, it was, it, was a, it was a good spot to be sitting. It was kind of shady. Yeah, it was nice after being burnt to hell. Dude, cooking alive in the fucking Jesus heat, Jesus Christ. I'm still red right now, man. It's actually taking I don't, energy. I don't get me. red. Yeah, I just bad. tan. Tan boys. Yeah, I'm ah. an Irishman, so that shit happens. Man, we got some similar DNA, dog. Yeah. Shit. Wow, Shit. thanks for flexing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally fine. Yeah, cool. Get your white ass out of here. <laughs> Are you Irish by nature? I am half Irish. Yeah, my origin's Irish. My last name's Kel. Okay. So cool. that's like, that's yeah. Irish as it gets. My last name is not Irish because it's from my uh, my Irish side, is my mother's side. Mm, okay. But, you know. But, uh, I want to ask because we, we talked about this uh, when, we were, when we were doing some bullish, you know, right, 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 smacking. If that is that even a term we use anymore, smacking, relaxing, chilling, all cool. I bring it back. I don't know the people I knew playing some b ball outside of the school. <laughs> I don't know the not people me. that I knew that used to <laughs> use the word bullin. I would not use the word bullin with. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, anyone that I've met that's really saying that word gets down with it, and they really like, they get down with it. And they're they're really bullin. The Chaz guys are really bullin. They they bull hard. Oh my god. No. They <laughs> yeah. Fucking, they bull it when I don't I don't I don't personally I don't Wendy's. personally use the phrase. You know what I mean? It's not really. Uh, not really my place. There are certain expectations that come with that vernacular. Yeah, true. I guess true. so. Y'all are representing, huh? We are. Hell no. Y'all not bullying. Y'all go hard. Y'all go hard. That's a meme to me. That's real life to some people, bro. <laughs> it is, dude. And that's like that's what I've seen. That's how I figured out what that word even was. Was seeing people in real life saying it. Yeah. And then seeing the characters that are saying those words. I hold a different weight to me personally. Interesting. You know mm-hmm. what's funny is a lot that. of like most people that say that they aren't even about that life. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I mean, just, I've I've seen I saw a motherfucker get punched in the jaw for saying it. So. Goddamn. I don't mean I don't use that word. Yeah, yeah I don't know what the hell it means. I guess. <laughs> Apparently. It's you. It's the the B is yeah. replaced with the C. Ah, it's a blood term. Yeah. Now I see. So like. Why are Chaz saying it? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've met a lot of white kids that say it. Really? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. I have been educated today. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I better used... me tell you than someone who really knows the word. Uh, huh? I used to have these. <laughs> guess so. Guess so. I used to have these roommates that were like, they're 
they were like acting like they were on that shit, but you know, most of those guys really aren't. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be soft. I don't know. Talking to, about that. To each their own. I've 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 found out that a lot of people that really act truly gangster are damaged on the inside. So I mean, yeah, it's not a healthy environment to grow up in. So speaking of, uh, you said damaged as an example. Exactly. Yeah. Something we were talking about on Saturday is uh, what influences the lyrics that you write. Okay. And the uh, the mental state that you live in mm-hmm. uh, when when you're writing, uh, you say that you write to stay alive. Yes. I want I want you to talk about that a little bit. So, I would still be alive if I went to college, got a job, found a girl, sat down, got the crib, laid back, never made music again. I'd be alive, but I wouldn't be living. Yeah. Rapping keeps me alive. If that kind of clears it up for you. That makes sense. So. Okay. Okay. Not a fan of the American dream. (laughs) <laughs> nah, man. It's a lie, nah, man. <laughs> nah, dude, I love the American dream. I'm living it right now, man. Like, having, like, literally, like, nothing and just, like, just focusing on my talents and my skills, and it's gotten me here. I'm on a podcast with you guys right now. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I didn't even picture this two years ago. This didn't even seem conceptible. I feel that. Yeah. It's like, what? People want me to talk about myself? What? Like, really, I'm just, like... When it comes to like a lot of the subject matter, I just take a feeling that I have in the moment and I capture it. If you, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar, it seems like you probably listen to all my music all kind of like in one. I don't know if you're familiar with the specific track, Makeshift Skin. Yes. Um, like that song specifically, I genuinely felt like I wasn't me and I was just being like who everyone around me kind of wanted me to be. Like I was living for them in a way. I was giving them what I thought they approved of. Hmm. That's my makeshift skin. I had to write about it to become aware of it in order to sort of let it go. I feel that, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've had to, uh, my, 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 the, the first ever album that I put out that I actually rapped completely mm-hmm. on all the tracks uh, came from a really shitty week. I just felt like ass for an entire week. I was freaking out, you know? Yeah, and I mean, a lot of my other songs are just from being in like a... I'm just in like a perpetual state of dissatisfaction. Yeah. Never satisfied. I can't be. Or or like, what? am I going to keep going if I'm satisfied? You know what I mean? So, like... Because, I don't know, like, I'll sit there for like... Like, I'll, I'll go like three days without writing, and then I'll be like fuck, 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 I'm gonna fucking lose it. I'm not gonna fucking be the fucking artist that I am. I'm not gonna, like, everything that I'm working for is going downhill. I get in that state. Yeah. And then I, like, sit back, and I say, okay, chill out, chill out. You know what I mean? Calm down. Smoke some weed. And then <laughs> I think about what's really on my mind. What's really, what am I really thinking about? And then also, what am I really not thinking about? What am I really trying to run away from? What am I really trying to keep out of my head? What am I trying to forget when I'm in a conversation? And I write about that. Because if I don't, like, it, it, des- it destroys me. Yeah. I just feel like I'm dying. Like, I just feel like, like, I don't know. It's, it's very easy to get wrapped up in, in depression. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not clinically depressed or anything. Like, I've never been, like, truly, truly, truly close to suicide. You know what I mean? Like, I've lost friends and shit. So, I, I mean, I take that shit really seriously. So, I can't say that I've really 
been at that mind state, you know what I mean? But I, I don't know, I just try to make music that like makes me get shit off my chest and somehow people relate to it. So you, you told you told us that you live in that state of perpetual dissatisfaction. So yeah, that and um, the space beyond what you would say in conversation. So that's what you're talking about. That's you said that's the space that you live in, pretty much. Yeah, I try not to like, especially when I'm like living and having like a conversation with a human, one on one. I try not to think. I just speak. Okay. I just trust my intuition. I trust my gut. And like when I'm freestyling, same thing. I don't think. I just let it go. I just let it come out of me. If it sucks, it sucks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know what I mean? You gave me a pretty hard word to start with, too, by the way. I appreciate that. <laughs> Applesauce, bro. No one's, literally no one's ever gave me that word. <laughs> that was killer. I don't know why it was the first one that I thought I of. I was like, fuck, what am I going to do with this one? I was like, oh, I think I recovered, though. Did I recover well? I think you did. Uh, you were flowing hard. I try. I think so. <laughs> we're going to come back here in, like, a minute after this sponsorship message. And we're going to hear some more rapping. Hell yeah. And we're going to get into some more deep topics. And it's going to be dope. Circulating up breathing. Legs numb. Time stretch out in front of me. What's next? Mind spirals you down the steps. What's to get? What's to lose? What's the end? Pot spilling with the way that I'm pissing Gap Street is proud to be sponsored by The Green Room through the month of July. Uh, the Green Room is a place that's going to be opening in Gahanna next year, uh, or either later this year or early next year. It'll be kind of like a Spencer's or a waterbed and stuff, if you've ever been to either of those. They'll be selling tobacco products and apparel, and uh, we're trying to get some Gap Street merch in there, so uh, just let one of us know if you want to try and get in there, and uh, go check out, check out The Green Room when it opens, because we've been repping it hard, so please don't forget to do that. And they've been repping us hard, so we appreciate that. Find and subscribe to Gab Street on any and every platform you listen to podcasts on. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Player.fm, etc. Find us on all social media, at Gab Street Podcast on Instagram, and at Gab Street Pod on Twitter. And we have a Facebook page now. Back to the show. 15. Hope trip through the skylight. It's very... How it miss me. I just keep... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's a, it's a, very, t- it's a very touchy subject, so... It's all good, man. Welcome back. To episode 25 of the Gab Street Podcast, My Pedestrians. I'm, I'm about to design a pedestrian crossing shirt for y'all. It's going to be fucking cool. And then you can you can rep, rep the cast everywhere you go. It's going to be cast. sweet. The cast. Me and Corey. The Bab Street Podcast. So, something I want to touch on again. Uh-huh. Something we kind of brought up earlier. Right. We talked about groups, and we talked about how you were part of Blackwood Forest. Uh-huh. And you said, holy fuck, I haven't heard that name in a while. It fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really get into the other groups I've been in since then. I want to talk about that, because <coughs> I, I have been trying to organize groups my entire life. Mm-hmm. That's something that I am really into, organizing a collective. Like, yeah. Like, we had an old YouTube channel with, like, six dudes. Oh. And I I was the self-appointed manager because I was an asshole. Mm-hmm. But, like, it just fucking, like, every time it falls apart and I'm trying to learn, like, what's, you know, if it smells like shit everywhere you go, check your shoes. Right, You know right, what I mean? Right, right, So you got to be able to, you got to make sure mm, that that's what a good you're way to put it to the bro. table, right? I'm going to write that a bit. It's what, a bar. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> what, you ta- what you're bringing to the table is important, and if you're bringing dog shit to the table, 
That table doesn't smell good, man. Yeah. You can't do that. I got a bar for it. So, I wanted to ask you about all the groups that you've been part of. And, yeah, for uh, sure. And I wanted to ask if you are currently in a group. Yeah, I'll touch on that. Okay. And, and uh, so, what the dynamic of that is. Okay. So, you know, originally it was Blackwood Forest. And that started as just me and Alpha Minor. And then we kind of just found homies that were like, we were chilling with, you know. There was a homie in the group um, named Delta Canine. Uh, he made beats and shit. You know, we never really ended up spitting anything on his stuff because, you know, he was sort of learning himself that maybe that wasn't his path, you know what I mean? Um, and then we had another homie in there. Uh, he used to go by That Kid Genius. That's what he used to go by. I remember and, that on the other interview. And then, yeah. you know, that... It kind of just faded away, you know? It kind of just, like... Uh, you know, Alpha Minor moved. You know, I was always the young cat, bro. You know what I mean? You gotta look at it like that. Like, all my friends that I was in that group with are, are over 21. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're over... No, they're over... They're over 23, actually. They're like... Yeah, because I was young when I was in that. And how old are you now? I just turned 20 two days ago. Damn. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. Or three days ago. What, t- what the fuck? Wait, you turned that? 20 on 2x2? Two two? No, three days ago. Three days ago. So the day before? 26. 26. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Damn. 20 the day, yeah, okay. the day before. Happy birthday. Man. Yeah, great Let's transition go. to my new, like, to this year, bro. Like, it was... It couldn't have been any better. Yeah? Like, it literally, like, started, like, a whole new year for me, like, in the best way possible. There's no... There's no better way to do it. Like, what? I rapped the best I could <laughs> on a fucking stage? Like... Yeah. And then, like, I met people, like... It couldn't have been any better. I couldn't ask for a better birthday. That's something to celebrate, man. Yeah, That's I mean, fucking I'm sweet. celebrating right now. I'm here. Hell yeah. So, you said you're, you're uh, okay, yes. still part of groups, yeah? Yeah, so after Blackwood Forest, um, there was, like, a good, like, I don't know, like, a year and a half gap or so. You know, I kind of fell off a little bit. I wasn't really rapping as much. This is around the time I dealt with a lot of addiction when it came to substances like Vyvanse, Adderall, Concerta, you know what I mean? All central nervous system stimulants. Um, those became like a real part of me. Um, that kind of started with Blackwood Forest initially because I got into those kind of uh, pills like real early on because I don't know if for any rappers or artists listening that have, that have done Adderall or any of that shit, like, like y- you know, bro, like that, it puts you in a headspace where you can work for hours and hours and hours without stopping. And I got addicted to that feeling. I was like, man, I'm, I'm gonna make it soon because I don't stop working became self-destructive, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there was a good period where I was just kind of like an addict, you know what I mean? Just like taking drugs to convince myself I needed them to write and stuff. Kind of got out of that a little bit and met um, uh, this my homie Alec. And, you know, we started chilling and shit. I didn't really know he rapped. He didn't even really know he rapped, <laughs> to be honest with you. Kind of like Easy E. Like, <laughs> like, he was good. He was like, he was writing and shit, but he... He didn't have the confidence yet. Mm. Me and him touched, like, as soon as we met, though. We were boys, like, straight off the jump. You know what I mean? Um, That's dope. So, through him, I met uh, the homie Wolfnick. And, like, I went up, met up with him. And, like, you know, Wolfnick's a fucking genius. Like, he is a very, very, very talented individual. And when I first met him, like, I recognized that talent immediately. Like, he's a, he's, he's a, he's a born leader, you know what I mean? And like I was drawn to that energy heavy, so we kind of he he had a group kind of being made um, with a couple members. Alec was in it, and he was just like, "Bro, why don't you just get in our group?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like it's been like two years since I had a tribe. Like I just been rapping alone at fucking school, trying to fucking you know what I mean. I just been this solo act, this Omega. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so the group was called Genius. That name's whack as fuck. So <laughs> um, we switched it to uh, Leo which was a, a name I came up with, Leaders Empowering Others. Nice. Um, 
And that didn't, my last name. That didn't really that <laughs> didn't really stick either. So we came up with another name, or I came up with another name um, called uh, Cam Kings Among Men. That 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 stuck for a little bit. You know what I mean? We kind of did our thing, and then we switched the name um, to Polycrov. <laughs> and that's the one I heard from from the Cam to Polycrov transition. We kicked everyone out except for us three, me, Alec, and Nick. We kicked everyone out. There was like seven members. Damn. We didn't really feel like we were of, like, I don't know, not to be, like, an arrogant group of people, but, like, I don't know, I felt like we were working way harder than them. Mm-hmm. And, like... I know what you mean. And, like, we were just we just didn't, not even working harder than them, like, like, we just didn't have the same goals. That's a better way to put it, you know? We just didn't really have anything to really offer to each other. So, kind of just split up. I was with, like, that version of Polycrov for up until like uh, late March of this year um, is when I decided to kind of just split off and kind of do my own thing. The whole time I was sort of in that, I was kind of in this, uh, I'm working on a collaborative project um, with Ace on Intrigue that is going under the name Skulls for Grenades. And that's where I am now, I guess. We don't really consider it like like a duo collective, like we do, but it's not. I don't know. It's different. It's different than any sort of group I've I've ever been in. It's not. It's not the same. You know. It's a, it's much more uh, mature. A lot of growth. You know. Because the homie I'm working with, he's older, man. He's he's like going into his 40s soon. So like he's been doing this for a while. He's been in a lot of different kind of groups and shit. So he kind of knows how to bring everything back on track. Keep the track on to begin with, and to he knows how to make a product. And that's what I was lacking. You know what I mean? Like, me and all, all of our homies, we would just make tracks, bro. We just make songs. We didn't make any product. Yeah. We didn't really, like, I mean, we barely made songs with each other to begin with. I don't think there's really anything, there's only, like, one song released. Even if it's, I don't even know if it's out anymore. There's only one song that was ever released that all three of us were on. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was trash. So, yeah, that's where I am now. Skulls for Grenades. Mainly just repping me, though. You know what I mean? Omega Rift. Like, that's who I am. Go hard on them, man. Doing my thing, bro. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Trying to make sure I don't fucking die by fucking 25. We got you, man. We'll keep you safe. Don't worry. I don't know, man. Don't put the burden on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to keep me safe, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm a wild card. I think Omega Rift on its own sounds better than Alpha and Omega. It's cliche. Hmm. I think Omega Rift is, like, one of the dopest fucking names I've ever heard. My original name was Omega Clump. Really? Clump. Clump. Where did the Rift come from? Does that have any meaning? <laughs> Didn't. I made a meaning for it. Didn't have a meaning when I chose it. Um, so I was just Omega Clump, and then, like, a week after carrying that name, because I was, like, in the beginning of me rapping, I had to figure out what the fuck my name even was. Like, who am I? What's my rap name? Yeah. Like, oh, I guess I'm Omega. Omega what? Clump? My mom... I'm Omega Clump. My mind's in a clump, so I always smoke a blunt. That was one of my, my lines. Nice. No. <laughs> Dissatisfied. Constant state of perpetual dissatisfaction has been from that from that day. Um, and I was just like, like, fuck, what the fuck is my new name going to be? My name's whack as fuck. So I was just like uh, staring at my desktop, and there was this free-to-play game I was playing. It was an MMORPG called Rift. I know about that. And uh, I was like, dude, that sounds super cool. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> That's fucking But cool. now, but now, like, the definition of my name over time, I've kind of, like, you know, formed my, over, like, the years, kind of forming my own identity around Omega Rift, I, you know, you know how many people have fucking asked me, what does your name mean? I kind of had to yeah. come up with a fucking answer, so I kind of sat down, thought about it, and I, and I wrote it out. One sec. <clears throat> Omega Rift is, like, oh, so, let's just break down the two words individually. Omega. The final. You know, the last piece, the last standing, the Omega. Rift, a large opening, a huge sort of gaping hole. I'm the Omega Rift. Every time I come on the stage and do my thing, I open a big ass fucking hole. I tear that shit apart. All the whack rappers fall in the hole. Yeah, they all, they all, they all fall down. Nice and slow. Nice and slow. Nice and slow. It also means like a, uh, there's there's a, a kind of a secondary, you know, non-egotistical um, sort of definition for it as well. Like, Omega, the final, that still holds its weight. But then the other definition of a rift is like, you know, like a rift between people. You know, like like something happens and like you they, they realize things about each other that, you know, they might have not realized before there's a rift that occurs. I like to think that I can sort of like um, bring that rift to people's like everyday thinking, you know, like mm-hmm. they can kind of take a second to step back and there's, there's a, there's a rift made. There's like a, oh shit. Like, oh, a oh, separation. Okay. There's like a, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh fuck. You know? I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And it's like the last one. I'm the final. Between that person and that, that sub. Whatever, anything. And then they figure that shit out. Yeah. That makes sense completely mm-hmm. with the way you describe what you write, mm-hmm. because you say you write you write in this mental state that's beyond conversation, and you want to. Tr- yeah, I try to make it be beyond conversation. You know, I try to just really just write what's in. And you and you try to bring to people's minds what they actually think about beyond what they would talk about. So, I also wanted to bring up, since we were already talking about uh, group dynamics and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the place that you're, you're currently living in, mm-hmm. and that, that's become a collective on its own of some, some form of fashion. Yeah, um, you know, to kind of just put it, you know, straightforward, like, we are, we are, we are living in a home that is going to be for artists. Every artist that, like, you know, like, that we fuck with heavy that needs, like, a spot to, to crash, like, that's going to be the spot. It's going to be, like, nothing but art inside of that house. It's going to be a creative house. Hell yeah. Completely. The, the whole energy of the home is going to be artistic. Art on every fucking wall. Like, every single wall in the house is going to be painted by a local artist in Columbus. Like, all the art on the walls is just going to be, you know, collected from over the world. You know what I mean? Like there's gonna be like a huge studio space up top that is like gonna be pretty pretty well sized pretty pretty well sized studio space and like that's gonna be part of it and then just everything in that house is just gonna be based around art that's the whole the whole house revolves around making music and creating <coughs> and you know not just music but like just creating in general you know just putting vibrations out into the world hell yeah I I, I fuck with that heart and I think that's gonna be it's a goal a man catalyst of your next level yes i'd have to fully agree with you that like it is sort of truly the beginning of a new time for me because i'm not like 
Like, I lived in the same fucking house that I grew up in, you know, for my whole life. I never moved, you know what I mean? I was just stuck in that same fucking room all the time. And to be, like, out of there now and to be in a home that is purely based around creativity and not anything else, like is just like a like a shell shock to my to my creative juices you know what i mean it just hits me hard it's just fucking ooh, like fuck yeah like shit i'm in this shit there's nowhere else to go like this is it this is what i have to do you know what i mean and it keeps me in that mind state when i'm in that home because like i'm just constantly looking at art constantly fucking being in like a realm of creation that is like made by hand you know because if you're if you're in an everyday environment and you're surrounded by you know lackluster shit you're gonna write you know about your life and you're gonna write about lackluster shit yep that's just the way it happens you write about what you know and you write about what you've been surrounded by mm-hmm. and i think living in such an import like in, in such a uniquely created it's a created living space yes it's not a living space that you know some motherfucker laid the bricks down for a, for like a long time ago and it's a tenement and you're just in there right we bought this fucking house like yeah. this is our house that's crazy that you guys own that shit oh, we, we needed to it's essential what else like we can't rent dude we gotta yeah. we, we we have to destroy things and fuck shit up where i mean it's, it's in our anarchist nature that's awesome and the, the fact that you can... Not a lot of people get that kind of environment, you know? And that it's important. My, dude, like, straight up, dude, like, my whole life is a fucking blessing. Yeah. Like, and I'm, like, I'm very aware of it, you know? Like, I, I'm constantly kind of put in a position to, to sort of, like, better myself. And I, I think I've just continuously been choosing the path to do better and not to, like, fall into the pit. You know what I mean? Because as soon as I stopped, like, giving into my, like, desires as heavily, like, I just started realizing that, like, hey... Like, like my, let me, let me, let me say it better. My sort of negligent desires, Mm. you know, like my desire to like, you know, fucking party every night or my desire to fucking uh, video game binge for 48 hours straight. You know what I mean? Just cause I fucking could like, Oh, I'll just keep drinking coffee. I don't care. I don't care. I'll just keep doing this. You know, once I started kind of letting that shit go, like I started kind of like becoming into like a space like that where it's just, it just kind of like welcomed me. It welcomed me in, you know what I mean? Cause I, I brought it to me, you know, I I'll put the energy it came back. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Omega, as an artist, how much do you think about the energy and vibration going on when you're creating your art? You know, I kinda like I wanna understand vibration on a like a like a like a deeper level other than like what we just hear. Like, I wanted to go to college for, like, sound design and, like, you know, fully understanding hertz and yeah, stuff yeah. of that nature. But, like, aside from, like, the scientific aspect of it, like, I believe that, like... Okay, so let me, let me bring it back a little bit. English is a very, very old language. Not yes. in the... It's very new in the sense that, like, it's a currently being spoken tongue that has been formed over time. But all, every part of our language has came from another culture. And over time, you know, language is really, you're just putting matter into the air. And those vibrations hold weight. And a lot of the languages that we base our our language off of have a lot of like spiritual past you know a lot of 
ritualistic sort of behavior wrapped into it, you know, when it comes to like like Latin, things of that nature, you know, a lot of interesting things happened within Latin culture that were, you know, very, very, very strange, you know, a lot of like kind of mystical shit. Cause like, like the word itself, spelling, it's a spell. Like we're constantly in a state of spell. We're spelling each other. We're making us believe things that we're saying. Like things hold weight that don't hold weight without it, you know? Yeah. Like you can't can't talk to you without these words, you know? I don't know. It's it's very it's very strange. I just think that the the, the language we're speaking now has more like like energy in it than ever, than any language ever ever created. You know, because it has so much it has all of the 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 magic pieces from all the other languages all wrapped up into one. So, mm, I don't know if that really answered your question or if I just fucking rambled on some philosophical that's, shit. That's very interesting, <laughs> thinking about the history of the English language. Um, I've always kind of thought that English rap, just in due to the nature of the English language, is superior to other it is. rap in other languages. It is. That's why it's the biggest right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't speak any other language, but when I look up, uh, like, you know, like subtitles for like, like a Mandarin artist or uh, a French artist. Right. It appears to be that it doesn't have the complexity that English rap does. Yeah. English rap has so many fucking levels to it. It's because like, there's so many words that mean the exact same thing. It just opens the fucking realm for poetic expression in such a different way than, you know, a lot of the other other languages do and the fact that we have like kind of a lot of like uh if i'm not mistaken like germanic 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 how do you say it germanic germanic uh origin is in our language like it has a lot of germanic origin and if you've ever listened to german people speak it's very like it flows really 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 hard yeah like it flows fucking like similar to spanish Mm -hmm. now spanish is sort of a dance of the tongue yeah you know, and, and like we have those aspects in our, like we have aspects from everything, you know, all bundled up into this fucking crazy ass language. It just, it's meant for poetry. So I just like take it, kind of just do my thing with it. Like every word holds like a specific vibration. Like, uh, I don't know if you know about um, gematria. Hmm. I don't know if I'm saying it right. It's G-E-M-T-R-I-A. Each letter has like a number value hmm. associated with it. And like that turns that 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 ties back to like Hebrew, because like uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken, a lot of the Hebrew letters had um, numbers associated with them. Okay. So like we still have that we still have that level of um, gematria uh, within our English language. So like the, the the power is still there, you know. Hebrew is a, a very 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 powerful language that has been being spoken, you know, since. A birth of a lot of cultures you know it's been around for a very very long time so it's true the fact that we have that you know all those influences all those different influences just make each word like a, a powerful vibration i don't know it's all I, I don't know i don't know if i'm rambling with it or if that's the answer to your question there's no real answer there is no I guess. answer it's all some metaphysical shit yeah it is it is it really is yeah. i hope any listeners that's listening uh i got my point across hopefully and it wasn't too uh rambly Cause it's kind of an idea that I've been like all these sort of like how like gematria ties in with all the different dead languages that we have. It's all something that I'm kind of building in my head. So I like I really don't even know yet what I'm talking yeah. about to begin with. It's hard to truly know. 
It's I, hard to formulate it without like putting it in like a poem or some shit. I think the pedestrians have just been taken off this world. That's what <laughs> I think from listening to that. <laughs> Man, I, I, don't, I hope so. I hope you guys yeah. can get some peace of mind uh, from what I have to put out. You know what I mean? I mean, we could probably talk about vibration for hours. Yeah. yeah like probably. vibration controls the universe. We are literally vibrating right now. Yes. At all There's time. science to back that. Every light, atom is Light vibrating. is a vibration. Sound is a vibration. String theory is essentially just a bunch of little vibrations. Yeah. Imparting the vibes yeah. in a literal sense. In the literal sense. Bars? bars? We got bars? Bars. Heat. <laughs> Shout out to Chaz. Shout out. Heat. Bemper Chaz. Fucking dope. So, on the topic of unique languages, unique housing situations, uniqueness all around, unique music, what makes you unique? in what you do you know the way that this like question is presented itself holds a lot of like ego like ah what makes me better than other artists ah what makes me you know the best MC what makes me such a good lyricist but like what makes me so good at what I do is that I I want to be me fully that's it I just want to be me yeah and like all aspects of my life in my art and how I dress and how I communicate with people, and how I choose relationships. Like I just want to be me, and that like that that goes into my art fully because I'm just in, I'm I'm an embodiment of my art. You know, I, I really only write what I feel is true to me. So I guess I guess that's what makes me different. But I think every really really talented great MC or performer artist, whatever you want to call them, anyone that has a true legacy. Was just trying to be themselves. Oh yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I just want to be me, and like it took me a long time to figure out who the fuck that even is, and I still don't know. To quote Michi Darko, "Being mm. yourself is like a superpower these days." That is a really good movie, and I watched it under a lot of psychedelics. Michi Darko of Flapper Zombies. Oh. Yeah, you're thinking Donnie, oh, Darko, Donnie Darko. Yeah. Oof. I haven't seen that yet. Big oof. I actually really movie. like Flapper Zombies. I had a brain yeah. oof. <laughs> Bro, fucking Flatbush Zombies. Beast Coast was a good. I one. think I've talked about Flatbush Zombies at least half these episodes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Have you? Yeah, you. I listened? still haven't checked out there. You need to like, listen to Better Off Dead stuff. and Vacation in Hell like immediately. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll pick up one. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, I got two last quick things. Of course. Where can people find you and your music? At Omega Rift. R-I-F-T, all platforms, everywhere in this fucking internet universe. I'm Omega Rift. All over the place. All over the place. I don't use Twitter. Me neither. Because I'm lacking. Fuck Twitter. I'm fucking lacking. I have to use Twitter. It is literally like where all the famous people are. Fair Mm. enough. That's true. Do you have any shout-outs to give out? Yeah. Yo, shout-out my boy, uh, Mir. Um... I like that reflection. Talking about myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, nah, shout out to my mom for raising me well, and shout out to my pops for always believing in me straight up. I wouldn't be where the fuck I am without them. Like, they fucking believed in me, like, when I didn't even fucking really know what I was doing. Like, they, they've always pushed me to, like, be an individual and be myself, and, like, that is the biggest gratification I can give them. Love you, mom and dad. Respect. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. 
Oh, it's been a, it's been a fucking episode. honor, dude. Thank you for having me on. Like, this has been an amazing experience. I can't wait to do a follow-up, like, in the future. It'd be sick. Hell yeah, man. Omega. Can't wait to see where the fuck I am in fucking, like, six months. Yeah, it's I can't be cool, wait man. to see where you are in six months. It's gonna be cool, dude. I'm, like, uh, starting on Monday, I'm going to open mics every fucking, every fucking day. Oh, yeah. So, if you guys want to pop out, come with me. Hell yeah. Please. I'm going, I'd love to. I'm going solo with, I'm going with or without y'all, so come through if you want. All, All right. right. The music you heard today, obviously, as always, the uh, theme song at the very beginning was done by Jay Rawls as a song called Time Tunnel. All the music that you heard in between topics today was done by your man, Omega Rift. Omega? 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 (laughs) Omega? And the outro music that you're hearing right now, or in a few seconds, was actually done by me by sampling shit. So, I hope you like that. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you pedestrians next week. I'm going to stop trying to announce what the next week's episode is going to be because it's always been different. So, uh, <laughs> well, no, She Bears one wasn't, but like, I thought we were going to have like seven people on here today and I thought we were going to be talking about axe throwing, but that's going to happen in a few months probably. So, thank you for listening today. Last group for the episode. We'll catch you next week, pedestrians. Thanks for having me on, bro. Of course.